Up next, right here on Spreaker, it's your boy, the governor of Minnesota. Sports talk, that is. The big, smooth Vince Wright coming to you live with Sports Done Right. Keep it locked. It's about time you got it right. Up next, it's your boy, the big, smooth Vince Wright. Broadcasting live from the Sportstacular Governor's Mansion. The governor of sports talk, that is. And he's got your ticket to all the latest sports-related news, events, and hot topics. Are you ready to get it right? Sports Done Right. Up next.
snow cats ready and get over here. Right now? You're darn tootin'. Don't you know it's time for the governor's weekly address? Live from the Situation Room of his lakefront chateau, he's bringing a little color to the voice of Minnesota sports talk and worldwide. His mama calls him Vince, but you can call him Governor. And by way of executive order, he's serving real sports fans a dose of sports done right. Oh, what is going on, everybody? What is up? What's happening? And thank you for joining us here on Spreaker.com by way of XSquadAffiliates.com as well. I am Vince Wright, the sports governor, coming to you from a hot, muggy, rainy Twin Cities, Minneapolis, St. Paul. That's right, God's country, Minnesota, baby. And football is back. And, man, I cannot, well, we don't have to wait. It's back. Anyway, y'all, Vince Wright, Sports Governor of Minnesota, that's me. Thank you again. The show is called Sports Done Right. I am the Sports Governor. Got, you know, I'm really embedded deep in the situation room here. Got all the monitors on everything football right now. NFL Network ablazing. Man, I cannot wait. It is back. Football and tonight joining us here. And by the way, make sure you join us on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com. Um, go to Spreaker, create a little account. It literally takes one, two minutes. Follow Sports Done Right or search Vince Right. Um, make sure you check out the show, add it to your favorites, and you get electronic notifications every time the show goes live. Or you could just go to xsquadaffiliates.com, check us out over there. A lot of diverse programming at Xsquad Affiliates. Um, so check them out as well. And um, we've got a chat rooms already popping. If you do want to call in, um, 651-968-0124. Um, we have tonight a young lady that I have gotten to be pretty good friends with. Uh, started uh, talking back and forth on Twitter. She hosts a little show, a podcast called Roughing the Podcast. All you Vikings fans out there, a lot of you probably know her. Di Murphy is agreed to join us tonight. And, um, as she says, sassy, classy, and a bit smart-assy. She does not hold back with her opinions, so she's going to be a lot of fun. So Di Murphy's joining us tonight. <laughs> Studio audience likes that here at the Dove's Mansion. And before we get started, man, let me um, just get some what's-ups out of the way here. First up in here, big Cedric Galloway. I want to say what up to him. Thank you for joining us, Cedric. Ms. Tori Lees joined us as well, and um, all the way, by the way, ex-squad affiliate himself, Big Ben Sutterth. He is the host of the BS3 Sports Show out of Dallas, Texas. Want to welcome him. We got the man that started it all for just about everybody over here, Spreaker.com. The Podfather, Jungle Brothers, joining us from Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you for joining us, sir. DJ Knox SMTS Radio is joining us as well. I want to say what up to him. My main man Duckin and Dodgins up in here. Got DJ Queen, X Squad Affiliate. Hey, some of the best music shows on the internet are done by Queen and Nunu. So make sure you're following them um, here on Spreaker.com as well. And, man, we are doing big things. Big Clay Davis has just joined us up here as well. And Jelani 
as well, talking about don't waste your money on them golden gopher tennis shoes that I was showing them earlier in our group me chat. But, um, yeah, there were some fly Nikes. But, yeah, you ain't got to worry, Jelani. Gov is not doing that. Anyway, man, like I said, back at it, Spreaker.com. Uh, top of the hour, Di Murphy's going to be calling in and joining us here. We're going to have a good conversation with her. And what else? Could, I mean, right now, the hot and heavy thing coming out of the Twin Cities. Could Kyrie Irving actually wind up a Timberwolf? I mean, could he literally wind up to be a Timberwolf? Is the hate that strong? Um, You heard LeBron now. LeBron's got to kind of come out and defend his honor in all this mess. Man, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with sports and, and people nowadays. Maybe it's just I'm old, 48, the sports governor. But, man, a lot of hate. All this social media uh, Kyrie basically giving LeBron the middle finger. And obviously that's going to lead to LeBron, in my humble opinion, Vince Wright, sports done right, that LeBron is gone next year. Now, obviously, the the wonderful choice is the Lakers help revive the, you know, one of the grand franchises in NBA history. But we'll see. There's other options out there if, if he uh, does want to get out of Cleveland. Now, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. He is not a big fan of Dan Gilbert at all. And then when Gilbert let the GM go, that didn't sit well with him. Now you got Kyrie basically saying, I don't want to play with him. A big chunk of that because Kyrie knows that he's gone more than likely, right? And I see you out there, Jelani. Jelani in our chat room. Says Vince, you know you would, or excuse me, you know Wiggins would love the opportunity to go back to Cleveland um, with Kyrie. Well, Kyrie would be here, but maybe I don't know. Wolves, um, you know, working on big money for Wiggins. We'll see, man. We'll see. Uh, a lot, a lot of excited Timberwolves fans. Not only because of obviously the Butler signing, uh, the Teague signing, Jamal Crawford. You know, couple kind of decent bench role players. We'll see. But, man, if they can pull this one off, I mean, they're look, they've already kept all their season ticket holders on the roll. They're adding season ticket holders. I've told you the, their arena target center here in town is being re- remodeled as we speak. The Wolves really need to take this and run with it. And they know it, too, people. They know it. And anything to create excitement. That's why they're, they're players. And Glenn Taylor, the owner, from sources your sports governor can't share, is definitely engaged and has let it be known that if this can happen, let's do it. If Kyrie goes to Minnesota, then Wiggins is going back to there. There you go. Clay said it straight. So... That's what's going on on the basketball scene here. It's more of just a wait and see. Obviously, like I said, we are so excited now with this upgrade, at least on paper, of this team. And regardless if Wiggins here, Kyrie, whatever, it's playoffs or bust, man. So T-Wolves know what they got to do. This is a podcast. 
So with that being said, we'll keep our eyes open. Obviously, make sure your eyes are on the uh, first. Follow me on Twitter at the big smooth one. That's the number one. Again, at the big smooth one, the number one after the big smooth. You can go to Facebook, look up Sports Done Right, W-R-I-G-H-T. Make sure you follow us there, and we'll, we'll keep you in the mix, man. We will definitely keep you in the mix, and also the Sports Done Right Instagram page. I got to get more... I got to get more lively on Instagram. That's what the kids keep telling the sports gov. But anyway, chilling at the palatial governors of state lakeside here. Very rainy night. Can't enjoy the lake tonight, but we are talking to you all over the country. Sports done right again. 15 minutes. Die Murphy will be joining us on the red phone. Uh, later on tonight, after we talk with Die and talk a little Vikings, there's a real good article or... An interesting article that I printed up from USA Today um, talking about eight NFL quarterbacks under the spotlight in training camp. Some names you may obviously think are belong on that list. Some names that a couple names might surprise you. But anyway, we'll talk about that a little bit later. I'm going to get into a little... Uh, gopher update we got other nfl news like i said we'll get back into some basketball news and man it is cracking let me get in the chat room here real quick i want to make sure i read some ample chat before our guest calls in uh let's see jelani no vince i meant to stick to stick it to cleveland by playing with Kyrie in minnesota oh okay <laughs> 50 games book it that's kind of his motto now the T-Wolves will have to live up to the pressure of making the playoffs, big Cedric Galloway says in our Spreaker.com chat room. Absolutely. Uh, Clay Davis, the Flash. A lineup of Tristan, Kevin Love, LeBron, Rose, and Wiggins would be nice for the Cavs. Still not beating the Warriors. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Nobody's beating the Warriors right now. And Cleveland can do all they want and try and everything else. But it ain't happening just yet. So with professional football, we got college football. Um, not too far behind, obviously. Um, problems down in Mississippi again. With their head coach. Deciding he wants to get a little freaky deaky on. Calling up the escorts. And now he is jobless. And I don't know. You got man, don't you just gotta figure? Look, I'm a head coach at a major division one SEC school. And you call in escorts. I mean, we just talking about escorts. Nah, man, <laughs> you got to be a lot smarter than that, man. So, um, again, we'll we'll touch on that a little bit later on. But first, let's get to a little gopher update. All right, P.J. Fleck, baby. Doing his thing. P.J. Fleck has got a new show coming on ESPNU. It's going to debut August 2nd. Uh, 30-minute episodes, it's going to be four four shows, and we're going to see what it's like being P.J. Flex. So um, he's working with a couple sports talk productions, 
some other people. But hey, this just helps our program stay out there and do big things and keep the name out there as well. See, that's the other thing. You keep your name out there in the university. We're just in different times, man. So this is definitely going to help the University of Minnesota. Should help the program. And hopefully Coach Fleck comes off looking good. And who knows? Maybe we can take some more um, uh, the fine folks from Georgia like we have here already. we got to remember about 12 people for all my Georgia listeners down there. 12, 13, 14 maybe Georgians on our football team up here. So. Uh, congratulations, PJ Fleck. So looking forward to that, checking out the family, i.e. Mrs. PJ Fleck. Ooh, yes. <laughs> Back to your corner, Gov. Anyway, man. Um, but anyway, that's going to be, like I said, on ESPNU. Our Minnesota Gophers start the 2017 season against the University of Buffalo, August 31st over at the bank, TCF Bank Stadium. Again, with the Thursday start, that's going to be 6 p.m. on August 31st. Speaking of the junior, uh, one of our Georgians, the University of Minnesota junior running back Rodney Smith is up for the Doak Walker Award preseason list again. Congratulations. Now, this award goes to the top running back in college football. Named after Doak Walker, SMU's three-time All-American running back way, way, way back in the day. Uh, it's the only major collegiate award that requires all candidates to, you know, get good grades, all that fun stuff. So uh, make sure you check that out. And by the way, these Gopher notes come from gophersports.com, the, the number one source for all Gopher news there. But anyway, back to um, Rodney Smith, man. He is phenomenal. Um, So anyway, 2016, over 1,100 yards, 16 touchdowns, uh, started 12 of 13 games, uh, doing big, big things. He is a Jonesboro, Georgia native. And if things keep going like they're going for this guy, he will definitely be playing on Sundays. And I can't wait. I'll be watching them uh, from the front row. So, again, congratulations, Mr. Rodney Smith. And let me just get back into the chat room here again. Vince Wright Sports done right. Uh, Jungle Brother says Apollonia will drop a new album before Kyrie goes to the Timberlakes. Oh, come on, man. Come on now. Get back with that nonsense. Jungle always taking shots on the Minnesota sports teams, but that's that's what he does. That's what he does. So anyway, keep an eye out. Rodney Smith doing big things. Big Ten Media Week, by the way, down in Chicago as usual. Uh, coaches, players, everybody. So BigTenNetwork.com. They got a great app, by the way, too. So make sure you're checking that out again. Vince Wright, sports done right here on Tuesday night on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com. So from Big Ten Media Day, let's take a look. These are their preseason picks uh, to win the Big Ten East and West. They got the Wisconsin Badgers taking the Big Ten West again. Uh, 259 points or 31 first place votes. Northwestern coming in number two, followed by Nebraska, Iowa, number five, your beloved Minnesota Golden Gophers, 
which is about right, and I'll speak on that shortly. Purdue, Illinois, rounding out the Big Ten West. Big Ten East, no surprise here. Or is it Ohio State? 34 first place votes to Penn State 7, Penn State number 2. Michigan got one first place vote. They come in at number 3, followed by Michigan State, Indiana, Maryland, and Rutgers. So there you go, Big Ten fans. The early chips are down. And let me know what you <laughs> let me know what you think. Big L has joined us. Um, originally, he's from Chicago, living down in Little Rock. And again, another gopher hater. But that's all right. What's Arkansas done? You know, <laughs> it's Arkansas. Right, and we got to welcome the lovely queen of the 305, Miss Mocha Bella, uh, joining us from Miami. Welcome aboard, Mocha. We appreciate you. And what else do we got going on in Gopherland here? They got a new softball coach. I know I've heard from some of the Gopher softball team over uh, Twitter. So I got to talk just real briefly on the softball team, I guess. Uh, Jamie Trashel's a new softball coach, Minnesota native. Uh, she went to St. Cloud State University, did her graduate work, I believe, at North Dakota State, was it? Anyway, she's uh, from Duluth, Minnesota. She uh, played her ball at St. Cloud State. That's it. My bad. So uh, she's coming to us from Iowa State. So congratulations there. The basketball team still impressive here, man. Let me tell you, Daniel Oturo, now Jarvis Thomas has uh, joined us as well. And, man, this is this is huge. We talked about him a little bit before out of Orono, Minnesota. 6'8", 220-pound power forward, joining the 6'10", 220-pound. And he'll put on more weight, obviously. Center from Creighton-Durham Hall, Daniel Oturo. Man, uh, Daniel Oturo, just so you know, he checks in at the number. He's number 51 in ESPN's Top 100 in the class of 2018. And he is um, definitely out there, let's just say, recruiting teammates and i think that played a big part in landing jarvis thomas so go for fans lots to to be thankful for here and get your tickets man this basketball season should be really 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 good now last year great bounce back we'll see what they can do maybe we can get a win or two in the ncaa tournament man big things coming um because you know the thing with that i like about thomas Great athlete, um, looking real good in the Howard Pulley Pro-Am. And for my national listeners, Howard Pulley is a huge summer basketball league where they get uh, pros, they get college kids, uh, some of the high school studs. Everybody plays in this league up here in the Twin Cities. And he's been looking real, real good um, you know, over there as well. Um, I, I cannot wait for him to get on campus because he is really going to help this basketball team, man. So hate to say it, y'all. Good news on the Gopher sports front. What can I say? Um, real quick here is I got about five minutes before Di Murphy's expected to call in. Now, Gopher football, I know it's been a lot. P.J. Fleck, big personality, everything. And maybe you can coach him up, but I'm expecting eight wins. Seven, eight wins. 
I think there might be a little bit of a fallback. The Gophers are real thin, really all the way around the team, to be perfectly honest with you. Real thin on both defense, offensive line, thin at linebacker. Um, you know, so it is what it is. Let me get in this chat room here real quick. I want to welcome, speaking of Duluth, Minnesota, I want to welcome R.C. Ronald Cameron. What's up, sir? Ronald, Mr. Boxer extraordinaire, or boxing fan extraordinaire like I am. Uh, Mikey Garcia, Adrian Bronner fights Saturday night. Oh, and by the way, on IE Sports Radio, my other broadcast fam, we will be doing ringside Friday night. Me and Gilbert Batista are back. We're going to break down that fight, the Bronner-Garcia uh, fight. We'll give you, a, yet again, our two cents on this press tour with, Mc, with uh, McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Ugh. For y'all that are going to pay that money, man. Now, I get it. You can have these boxing parties and, you know, have everybody chip in. So, that's what you got to do. But otherwise, man, please don't pay. Have, have Do we even have a pay-per-view price set on this thing yet, by the way? Again, Vince Wright, Sports Done Right, Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. I do not know. Jerome Morrow, Victor Morrow in the house. What up, sir? Thank you for joining us in our Spreaker.com chat room. Big Mike at Eden Prairie. I got you. I got that message. What's up to you, by the way, sir? And Jose Jackson, baseball Sammy out there in the Twitterverse. My posse, I see you. What's happening? And I'm not talking Zobots on this show either, by the way. $89.99 for regular, $100 for HD. Thanks for the information there, Jelani. Wow, there it is. But hey, that's what we that's what we told you. It's going to be either $100 or $110. So, alrighty, just setting up everything here. And again, we will have Di Murphy here in a few moments, top of the hour. And she should be calling in shortly. So yeah, man, there you go. Hundred bucks. Oh, and here we go. Di Murphy on the line. Hello, Di Murphy. Hi there. How's it going? Well, we just had a, a little bit of a freak out here uh, in southwest Minneapolis. There was a tornado warning and there was a possible cell sighting. So we were hunkered down in our basement, but it's all good now. It's heading your way. So <laughs> great. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, Di Murphy is the host of Roughing the Podcast, very popular Viking podcast here in the great white north. Di, thank you for taking some very precious time out of your schedule. I know how busy you are between, you know, restaurants and appearances. We oh, appreciate yeah. it. We appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, sure. No problem. <laughs> I'm so right. busy right now. Yeah, exactly. All right, Di. So now you're going to be heading to training camp this week, I take it. Um, let me ask you this. Just kind of the big over, you know, let me. Well, here's the thing. Our running backs. That's where I wanted to start with you. Jarek McKinnon, Dalvin Cook, Murray. 
Who's going to be the starter here? Dalvin Cook. Hands down? I think hands down. And I, and I say that, um, you know, just based on what I've heard from the coaches or what I've read, you know, the, from the coaches. Um, like, you know, he's retained a lot of what he learned in the spring, and they're very, very happy with his progress. Um, seems to be picking up on, uh, on the offense really well. Very similar to the offense that uh, they ran at Florida State when he when he was there. So I think he's in a comfortable position. Um, he's used to a, a more uh, sophisticated or complicated offense, which I, is what I feel like they're putting together. Um, Murray's starting out on the pup, so you know whether or not he stays there is is another story. Um, yeah, and I I mean I love McKinnon. I, I don't think you can really count him out, but. I don't think there's going to be that that running back by committee. I think you're going to see Cook uh, pretty clearly as the number one after training camp and through the preseason. Do you think Cook is the fan favorite early on? I, you know, I just kind of get that vibe on the street. A lot of people like him, a lot of people talking about him. And, you know, with Murray, like you said, going to the pup list, he's kind of, you know, out of sight, out of mind. So, you know, I think this job really is Dalvin Cook's to win. I think I mean he's young, uh, obviously rookie. Um, I think the the public, the fans are excited about him, and you know, having gone through the whole Adrian Peterson drama, you know, having that out of the way, having and last year, you know, with the running back back situation as it was, um, I think that I think there's a reason to be excited about him, and he seems like a good kid. Um, you know, here in Minnesota, we seem to really value those those players that are uh good guys i mean we've had you know i mean chad greenway and i mean you could name a ton of guys on the vikings um at least in the last couple of years uh, that have been you know really good guys solid guys and and he seems to be like that i totally agree that's why people are loving them so we will see uh you know jarek mckinnon as well i got nothing against him but um, somebody's going to win this job, and I think it's going to be Mr. Cook. Now, let me ask you, and again, Di Murphy, uh, the one and only uh, host of Roughing the Podcast, is joining us here on Sports Done Right, Spreaker.com tonight. Now, what about the center position here? I think this is going to be real fun. You know, Pat Elfline, a lot of people are really, really high on him. I thought it was a great pick from uh, Ohio State that we were able to land him. You know, again, Nick Easton, uh-huh, we'll see. But what do you think about the center position for our Vikings? I think it's elf lines. I mean, I don't think there's going to – everything that I'm reading coming out of, of camp early, um, they're they're very pleased with him. He's a smart guy, which, I mean, at center, that's a, that's a pretty vital position, obviously, protecting your quarterback. Um, I don't think Easton can can beat him out. You know, and they moved, uh, you know, Berger to guard, to right guard. So, uh, you know, I think that's another vote of confidence for for offline. And I think, I don't think they would have drafted him if they didn't think he could start. No, I agree with you there. Um, Yeah, the way this whole line played last year, um, hats off to him. I hope he can nail it because we got to protect this quarterback. And speaking of the quarterback, let's talk about him. Sam Bradford. Obviously, our guy Teddy Bridgewater on the pup list, and you know the love not for yet. Teddy. Or, He's I'm not sorry. on the pup list yet. Uh oh, oh, oh. No, no. This is Careful. why she's on. This is Careful. why she's on. People, Die Murphy, Scoop Murphy, at it again over here. 
<laughs> no, I just I just had read something where Zim, when they had asked Zimmer, and I think it was either practice after practice today or yesterday, um, and he said he's not on the pup list yet. Okay. And he, I think according to league rules, they don't have to put him on the pup list until Thursday. So I think he's going to be there. But the fact that they're waiting this long um, mm-hmm. is interesting. Well, I mean, um, I think I think yeah. Teddy's come farther in his uh, in his um, recovery than they were expecting. I'm not saying he's going to be starting week one, so please don't you know go rushing sure. out and you know adding me on Twitter at Dimurphy <laughs> and then, you know if you, I guess if you want to take that up with me, um, but you know I I love Teddy. I mean I I love him. I think he's an amazing kid. Um, again, sometimes we Minnesotans, we really like those nice guys, uh, says all the right things, but believes those things and, and lives those things. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, as much as I hate to see it, he's not going to start week one. No, he is not. Um, well, let me ask you this, Di, and again, at Di Murphy, do you think we will see Teddy on the field at any point this season? Wow. Um, it's so too early to say. Yeah. I would love to see him in there. I would. I really would. But at this point, you're going into the season with Sam Bradford. You're saying, Sam, you're the guy, right? I mean, I don't think that anything's going to change that. I don't think Teddy's going to miraculously walk on the field in week one. Although, man, I would love that because I, I, nothing against Sam. And, and maybe we could talk about this for a second. There is this huge divide on social media, particularly Twitter. Team Sleeves, you know, that's that <laughs> right. Sam Bradford, Sam Bradford. Uh, versus Team Gloves, which would be Team Teddy. Y'all, they're on the same team. I mean, there's, this divide is weird. You know, if there, I don't think I've seen anything like this before, where you're, you have to choose a side. Now, without there being any direct controversy, like when, when the Adrian Peterson controversy came out, there was a reason people, and I, I will say, myself included, I wanted nothing to do with the guy. Okay, mm-hmm. so, but there was a reason for that with with this team Teddy versus team you know Bradford or team Sleeves team team gloves. I don't understand that they're both on the same team, and it's not Teddy's fault he got hurt, and it's not Sam's fault that Teddy got hurt. So for me, I love Teddy, but Sam is our quarterback. And, and the fact that, I mean, he didn't perform, I mean, he had some great statistics last year. Um, I think, he, obviously, the, just the fact that he lived through last season. Yeah, he get, with that he offensive gets, line, absolutely. Seriously, the fact that he did not get murdered out there gives him huge credibility. And he, and he still managed to put up pretty decent numbers in certain areas. Um, I'm not saying he was, like, the best quarterback all season. no. no. Uh, but they put him in a pretty rough situation, and he showed that you know he had what it took to, I mean, survive. And really, that's all you could do with as many injuries and as horrible as that offensive line was. That's all you could really ask of him. And so I have huge respect for Sam Bradford. I will be cheering for him on week one because he'll be our starting quarterback. But if, if if the situation was reversed, I would be ecstatic to have Teddy as our quarterback. 
Hey, I hear you. And folks, again, Di Murphy, host of Roughing the Podcast. Make sure you follow her at Di Murphy. Also, Google Roughing the Podcast. Uh, you and Ted do a great job. And Ted, if you're listening, condolences on the passing of your father. Um, that's always tough. So, all right, Di, let me ask you this now. Let's talk about these wide receivers. You know, between Floyd, you know, as your partner uh, likes to say, the kombucha tea, the, the, the alcohol. <laughs> Laquan Treadwell, disappointing rookie season, Um, you know, the rise of Thielen. Uh, What are you thinking about our receiving core? Um, I think they're really taking a a wait-and-see approach with this. Um, Thielen is obviously, you know, had an amazing year last year. Um, So I'm assuming they're expecting him to do just as well. Um, You know, as far as the uh, depth chart, you're going to see that fluctuate, I think. especially while Floyd's out for what he, he got four games, right? Wasn't it? He's out for the first four games. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could end up hurting him a lot uh, because he's, he can't participate. I mean, when you're suspended like that, you can't participate. You know, you have to like be away. You can't participate in practice. You're, so you're, you're missing out on meetings. Um, so that's four games that he's behind everybody else. Um, you know, and as far as Treadwell goes, you know, I think last year, I mean, last year was rough for him. You know, he struggled a lot. And then they came out and said, well, you know, he, he had an, an injury and he wasn't, you know, really uh, hadn't fully recovered. Do and you be- Di, do you believe that or do you think that was just a smoke screen put out by the team? You mean like the kombucha thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh sorry i had a yeah, I'm, yeah, i know you I got had, it you just, had to do it <laughs> i did i had to do it um i, I don't know i mean it, there are so many weird things that go on i mean like with mike harris you know alton didn't see the field last year uh still you know it's no one really knows what's going on with him um and i'm assuming it's something very personal and and they're respecting his wishes as far as putting anything out there and that's that that's what they should do is respect his privacy. Um, so I don't know. There's a lot of smoke and mirror stuff with in any league, you know, let alone the NFL where they really specialize in, in that kind of stuff. Um, so I, I tend to believe that that might've been a part of it. It wasn't the whole reason. Cause he was lost. I mean, yeah. he had a lot of issues, um, but I think he's working really hard. And I think you will see a big difference this season. Now, Di, let me ask you, are you a Zimmer gal? Are you, do you like Coach Zimmer? Cause, and the reason I ask you is I was listening to, I can't remember, it might have been uh, you know, 1500 Royce show, something when I was driving home the other day. And they were talking about, well, you know, this is a Zimmer, what is it, third, fourth year? If it doesn't happen this year, kind of depending on how the season goes, is he all of a sudden on the hot seat? What are your thoughts on that? Um, I will preface this by saying I love Mike Zimmer. I do. I just, after covering training camp, I so I, I got to cover training camp in 2014 um, with uh, through Daily Norseman, who I'm covering with for, you know, this week. Um, and I just, the second I saw him on the field, I mean, he's, first of all, he drops more F-bombs than I do. So that automatically makes us, you know, like spirit animals. Um, but he's just, he's no nonsense. And I, and I love that. I mean, he's badass. 
and and I can appreciate that about him. I think saying he could be on the hot seat this year is just a, a bit much. I think it's. I mean, I guess I I don't know if I can say the word, but it's bull. I mean, it, there's yeah. why. I mean, look at what's happened. I mean, just look at the injuries. You know, look at last year. I mean, you you lose your starting quarterback. You lose your how many you know guys no, on you lose your line. eyesight. I mean, but, well, and right, and not see. to mention the physical things that happened. Um, no, I mean, if someone were to say that he's on the hot seat, I mean, I can't even imagine. It's ridiculous. And actually, in our Spreaker.com chat room, uh, the folks are discussing this as well. Uh, Grego, I want to welcome you to the chat room here out of the ATL, Atlanta, Georgia. He says Zimmer may not be the motivator the Vikings truly need. Um, kind of a, some people taking a couple shots at Coach, but, you know. I, well, okay, I wait, 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 let's, let's talk about that for a second. Go ahead. Do you think, okay. he, do you think he is the, the guy, the one that can get us, I don't know, to the Super Bowl, champion, yeah. you know, conference championship even? I, I think – had they not had all of the injuries that they had last year, and I mean the offensive line wasn't great to begin with, but if they had had Teddy and they had had everything that they had to begin with, I could I could have seen them going to the conference championship. Right. Um, and even with even losing Teddy, starting out five and zero, you know, and just you cannot. There are some things you can't recover from, and the devastating injuries that that team had. You know, the the controversy with Adrian Peterson. And, I mean, there's just a lot of stuff that happened last year um, that that I think really hurt Zimmer. Um, I think he's learned a lot in the last year about uh, connecting with his players a little better. Um, so I would agree, and, and I forgot who said that on the, on the chat room, but um, that I think he has learned something in a way – because I remember there were some rumors last year about well he's lost the locker room and you know and, and I know yeah, uh, some of true. the beat writers have right and some of the beat writers have asked him about that uh, and he's he said you know I, I I asked I mean I just basically said what you know what gives or what you know whatever and it, it I think they worked out a lot of things right. and I think um, I know that he's I think he's a control freak first of all um, yep. and 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 you can't. I don't think you can do that to be a great leader. So um, I've just read uh, in in their presser, um, he said he's going to let Edwards play call um, on the defense during a preseason game, and he's going to see how it goes. I think he needs to let go of the reins a little bit and let George Edwards do his job. So that will allow him then to see overall, which is what the head coach is supposed to do. It's not, he's not supposed to be just really drilled in on defense, even though he is a defensive guy. Um, you're a head coach now. This is true. And by the way, folks, oh, die, go ahead, please say bullshit. Oh, okay. See, on, on, on Roughing the Podcast, we decided that we were going to um, – we didn't want to have a, a – we wanted an everybody rating or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> right? So, Well, we so had I'm, a couple comments in the chat room. They're like, she can't say bullshit? Really? No. Well, I'm glad I can say bullshit because that's like the – that's really a, a mild 
swear word for me in, in, in most of my day-to-day life. So There you go. Hey, um, R.C., Ronald Cameron, he lives up in Duluth, Minnesota. He says that the offensive line is the biggest concern for him as a Vikings fan. And, you know, we, we got a few more minutes with you, Di. I did want to touch on that as well. What, what's it going to take to get the, the pieces in place to, to protect Bradford and open up some holes so we don't have a rushing attack that finishes dead last in the NFL again? Well, I think going, excuse me, uh, going into the draft and in free agency, the offensive line was, I think, the huge, big, big, huge issue, the first thing they needed to address. I mean, they brought in Rife and Remmers. Um, obviously, they've got, like we discussed, Elfline at center. I think Easton will be will be back up, um, moving Berger to guard, right guard. I think all of those moves, once they've had the once they've had training camp and preseason to kind of make that gel, I think that you're going to see a big improvement. And granted, it really isn't hard to make a big improvement for what they had last year. Uh, but I think you'll see that it's going to be solid. It's, is it going to be like, you know, top tier, you know, no. Um, but it's going to be, it's going to be serviceable. It's going to be solid. And really that's all you need is that. No, I hear you. I tend to agree with that. So Di, let me ask you this all time favorite Viking. Oh, geez. That is so hard. Um, Scott Studwell. <laughs> Studwell. I, I, when I, I mean, I just, those eyes and, and just, I mean, he would just kill people, you know, he'd have blood on his pants, you know, and it's just. And and you know what, is there a, I mean, that's got to be a top 10 football name, by the way, as well. Studwell. I've always loved that name and loved him as a player too. He's definitely probably top five Vikings players for me all time as well. He is scary still. Like I saw him at training camp and he was on the field and he he's he's still very intimidating. I mean, I I think he could still mess a few people up. So, yeah, he's he's aged well. He's taking care of himself. He looks like he could, you know, go a few rounds. Um, but yeah, I, it's hard. I mean, I, I like a lot of Vikings right now. I I don't know. I'm going to plug this because um, I I managed to get Daniil Hunter to. Uh, agree to an interview with me down in training camp. Nice. So, so I'm, I'm, I know, and I like screen screenshotted it and everything just so I could make sure I could, you know, hey, look, remember you said you'd, you know, you'd, you'd <laughs> let me interview you. Um, and so I, I tweeted him today and said, look, I'm going to be down there Friday and Saturday covering. I'm working. Th- I'll work through the PR office to get that arranged because that's kind of how you're supposed to do it. Not like when I did it last time and and I got in trouble for talking to to Brian Robinson on the field. <laughs> Um, so I've learned now, so yeah, but it'll be fun. I, I'm mostly there to, to be the photographer, uh, Ted Glover at Purple Buckeye, my partner on roughing the podcast is going to do most of the other stuff. I'm going to take pictures and interview Daniil Hunter. So I'm, I'm very much looking forward to it. All right. And so are we now, before I get you out of here, just got to touch on the rest of, uh, the so-called teams in our division real quick. Uh, we got a couple guys in our chat room. Big L Lorenzo, originally from Chicago, is a Bears fan. I'm so, sorry. I'm yeah. really sorry. <laughs> I feel bad. I, I am. I just, I'm, I, was it Lorenzo? Yes. Big L, I'm, we call him. I'm sorry, Big L. I'm sorry. You could always, you could always come to the purple side. <laughs> 
You heard it, Big L. You heard it. Um, yeah, I agree with you. The Bears, eh, moving on. What do we think about Detroit? Detroit's going to do what Detroit always does, which is be okay. Um, yeah, right. I, mean, I mean, not in long ago, they were horrible. But they'll have moments where they're hot, and then they'll fall apart because that's just kind of what Detroit does. You want to talk about the Packers, though? <laughs> There's only one team that? left. Did you? Well, true. Um, <laughs> did you see that tweet about? I, I can't remember who it was in the in the Packers organization talking about how great it'll be to yes. be in the Super Bowl yeah. when it's in Minneapolis. And there's no way in hell that's happening. I mean, I don't know if he hit his head or yeah, you know he's having their, a bad it, day. You know, it was their GM, and I look. You know, we always obviously have the banter between us and them. But you know what he meant by that, and it's not happening. I don't see Green Bay getting to the Super Bowl this year. Um, they'll definitely be in the mix for the division, always are. But I, I just I don't see them getting all the way this year, Di. Well, it's like, did they go out and get a defense when I wasn't looking? I, I don't know. I mean, I, I can't. There's no way. I'm just going to say that right now. There's no way that's happening. And folks, got to welcome, apparently my wife has checked into the chat room all the way from Mount Rushmore, South Dakota, Angie Wright, First Lady, on with Di Murphy, hello. And okay, Di, let me ask you this before I, before I let you get out of here, and I appreciate you taking some time to do this tonight. We, me and Di have actually been trying to get this set up for a very, very long time, so very cool that it finally happened. So... What's the record of your beloved purple dye when it's all said and done this year? Oh, geez. <sighs> Think about it. I, it's hard. It is so hard because last year I was like, we're going, you know, like 13 and three. Like, right. I mean, before all this happened last year. Uh, and obviously that right. didn't happen. Yeah. Well, they started out that way, and it was like, yeah, see, I'm so smart. I knew we were going to be like, you know, and it didn't happen. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go nine and seven. You know, nine I think is kind of the over under number for victory. I, I think that's. I th I'm going to say nine and seven on the conservative side. Okay, and then ten and six on the hopeful on the, side. On the hopeful side. Sounds good. What's the best restaurant in Minneapolis? Oh, geez. There's too many. I can't even name just one. <laughs> My favorite pizza place is Pizzeria Lola, though. This is true. This is true. All right, Di. Thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate it. Let's do it again uh, throughout the season. And before you get out of here again, tell the folks where they can follow you and uh, tell them about the podcast. Um, I am at Di Murphy MN um, on Twitter. Our our podcast is Roughing the Podcast, and on Twitter, it's at Rough the Podcast. So follow us. If you go to our Twitter account, there's lots of information there on how you can find our find our show. All right. Sounds good. Well, well, hey, thank you for hanging out. I really appreciate it, and let's talk soon. All right. Sounds good, Vince. Thanks a All lot. All right. No problem. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. All right. Di Murphy finally got her on. And again, you can follow Di Murphy at Di Murphy MN for Minnesota. She is the co-host of Roughing the Podcast. Uh, great podcast. Very popular podcast, by the way. They get thousands of downloads each month. 
So um, if you know you want to follow a fun little Vikings podcast, make sure you check out Roughing the Podcast. Lots of chat. I know I got a lot to chat to get caught up on here. Um, great Vikings talk. We covered it all, and we are ready and willing and able. But I see there's a lot of 1998 talk in here from all these Dirty Bird fans. Bama Boy, and by the way, welcome Bama Boy. Appreciate you popping in. Vikings' only real chance at a Super Bowl was 1998, and my Dirty Bird stopped that with the help of y'all's kicker. You ain't lying, man. (laughs) You ain't lying. Um, RC, we talked about him. His biggest concern was the offensive line. Uh, RC also says, 3-3-4, Bama boy, you're cutting deep. That's why I celebrated when the Falcons choked last year in the Super Bowl in epic fashion. I love it. Thank you. Of course, we got Jersey Vern, the chief rocker up in here, Ohio State alumnus and uh, host of many, many shows. Make sure you follow him on xsquadaffiliates.com as well. This is a podcast. And with that, let me get through a few more chat here. We'll get into our first break. And when we come back, we'll talk uh, some more NFL here. I see we got the, they got the Cardinals on total access here on the NFL channel. I know Jersey's probably peeping in here talking about the New York Giants. So we'll definitely talk about that. I'll get the chat or excuse me, the number out there for sports done right in the chat room. That number again, 651-968-0124. With that being said, let's uh, go up. Bama Boy says with Sam (laughs) Rice Crispy Knees Bradford, still the starter for the Vikings. He's counting on seven wins at most. Grego says they don't be playing the last, or excuse me, they don't be playing the last game being played in Minnesota this season. Clay, let me go back. Oh, are the Falcons playing in Minnesota this season? We'll check that. I'll check the schedule here. So, all right, folks, let's do this. Let's get into the first break here. I am Vince Wright, Sports Governor, Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com, Sports Done Right, soon to be .com coming your way. Follow us on Facebook at Sports Done Right, my last name, W-R-I-G-H-T. Instagram, Sports Done Right. Also, me on Twitter at the Big Smooth One, the number one after the Big Smooth, xsquadaffiliates.com and Spreaker.com. Make sure you check us out. I'll be right back after this break. More Sports Done Right. Strumming my pain with his fingers, singing my life with his words. Killing me softly with his song, killing me softly with his song, telling my whole life with his words, killing me softly with his song. This is why Clef Refuge cries well. Little bass sitting up here on the bass. While I'm on this road, I got my girl L. One time, one time. Hey, yo, L, you know you got the lyrics. I heard he sang a good song. I heard he had a style. And so I came to see 
It's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of sports talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Vince Wright, sports done right. The sports governor of this great state of Minnesota. Oh, man. Lots going on. Football is back. I'm actually watching the NFL Network again. Panthers on the TV. Spartanburg, South Carolina is where they hang out and do their thing. Um, again, Vince Rice Sports Done Right. And again, want to thank the wonderful Di Murphy. I appreciate her popping through. And look forward to having her on throughout the season there. Again, Roughing the Podcast is her show. All right, y'all. So before I get into the eight NFL quarterbacks in the spotlight heading into training camp, I weigh Lorenzo Reeves, USA Today. Did you guys hear about this Penn State kicker? Now, I don't know if you heard... Now, you guys remember this guy, big dude, uh, was known for taking out a couple players actually on kickoffs last year. Um, this came from ESPN, uh, and, you know, very interesting story. Now, says Penn State kicker Joey Julius, known for his, as I just said, bone-rattling hits as well as a, his, uh, also he's battling an eating disorder and is no longer on the Penn State team. Now, he's listed at 5'10", 258 pounds. He announced last year that he had missed Penn State's spring and summer workouts so he could receive treatment for a binge eating disorder. Wow. Also made an announcement in May. He also did not participate in Penn State's spring game this past year as well. Uh, quote, I've been struggling over the last couple months with my eating disorder, he said on a Facebook post. It got to the point where I had to return to St. Louis to seek further treatment at McCallum Place. So, wow, man. Um, Definitely prayers and good thoughts going out to Joey Julius, the Penn State kicker. And hopefully he can find his way back as well. But, um, yeah, man. Best of luck. Best of luck. Obviously, we heard what was going down with Hugh Freeze down in Mississippi. Down yonder, as they like to say down now. Confederate sports governor. <laughs> anyway, down yonder in Starkville, Hugh Freeze let his fingers do the walking and dialed up a little fun. Now, he says it's by accident. And I'll get in the chat room here in a minute, so y'all keep chatting away. But are we buying that? Now, here's the thing. 
And the guy who busted him is a Mississippi State dude that was investigating him. So now that dude's catching heat from the Ole Miss fans. Oh, it goes deep down yonder in Mississippi, y'all, because they hate the guy who's investigating them. Half the people hate the coach for what he did. I mean, (laughs) only in NCAA college Division I football you get some mess like this. Okay, so the guy Steve Robertson was going through some of the coach's phone records for research on the upcoming book and discovered that um, he made a call, you know, as coaches do, you know, they call recruits, they call, you know, everyone. But he says he saw a number with a 313 area code. And I'm reading again uh, from the story here. He was stunned by what he discovered in the Google search. And uh, so he did a Google search and found out it was, uh, this led to several advertisements for call girls. Running up. <laughs> I mean, anyway, a uh, call was made January 19, 2016, lasted one minute, uh, was made to a number connected with several advertisements for female escorts. Robertson then asked his wife to read him the telephone number again to make sure it was correct. The escort service ads came up again. Uh, this Robertson guy called a guy, Thomas Mars, who's an attorney representing former Ole Miss coach Houston Nutt in his defamation lawsuit against Ole Miss. Again, it gets fun down yonder there, uh, down Mississippi way. <laughs> Mars had been introduced to Robertson through a third party he found while doing online research in the Nutt's case. This is crazy. Just crazy. Anyway, but <laughs> uh, Houston-based attorney Bruce Lloyd says it's very Mississippi. It's very William Faulkner. Um, stay tuned. Ole Miss now. Now what happens to them? Because a lot of people saying they need to have the hammer swung their way with sanctions. You know, they've had issues in the past there as well. Back in 2014, they reached number one in the country. Always a SEC power. But if you want a good story on ESPN, if you want to follow that, obviously, you know what's going on, man. But you got to leave the, the <laughs> I got to catch myself. You got to leave the women alone, coaches. And I'm sure he was probably married, too. Oh, boy. Sports done right. Vince right here again. Now, let's get to. Just looking for it here. There we go. All right, y'all. Let's have some fun here. Eight NFL quarterbacks under the spotlight in training camps here on Sports Done Right. Again, uh, this was um, Lorenzo Reeves. This is a fun little story, USA Today. Now, again, some of these names won't surprise you. A couple might. And again, chat room, I'm going to be popping in after I go through these names here. 
So make sure um, you keep chatting. Again, Vince Wright, I'll get the number out there, 651-968-0124 if you want to call in. Um, Bama Boy says death penalty. Really? Bama wants the death penalty. Um, expand on that, Bama Boy. Why? Why Why so harsh? Is it just uh, the culmination of everything that's gone on there? Uh, talk to me, man. Uh, Bama Boy also says he will get another coaching job. Look at Urban Meyer. <laughs> uh, Trey Maestro, the Barbershop Sports Talk podcast. They were on before me tonight. And I'm assuming this is Trey Terps winning the Big Ten Conference this year. Um, as the song says, don't get high on your own supply, sir. Because uh, you sounded like you belong down yonder down there in Mississippi with that nonsense. Okay, so uh, Mocha Bella, we welcomed her earlier. Just wanted to make sure I got her welcome in here. Uh, <laughs> and of course, now Bama Boy is obviously a Bama fan because it's old piss, as he says. 39 days left until Alabama reigns as number one for most of the year and loses in a championship game. All right, folks, sports governor, let's get to this list here. Oh, hold on. All right, Chief Rocker, you got to keep it clean for me tonight. But before you say something, let me just let your music play here for a minute and give you a proper introduction. He is the one and only Jersey Vern, the Chief Rocker from the New York metro area by way of New Jersey. Now living in Atlanta, and I want to welcome him to our show. What's up, Jersey, the Chief Rocker? Kaboom! Guess who stepped in the room? Goodbye. All right. <laughs> what you talking about, man? What you talking about keeping it clean? What do you think I'm a heathen or something? Oh, we got Come important on, ears man. listening, brother. Hey, let's just get right to it. Obviously, football is back. I'm going to ask you about your Yankees in a few minutes, Jersey, but let's let's just get to it, man. New York Giants football, how you feeling uh, day one or two of training camp? Hey, man, everybody going to be in there on time. We ain't got nobody talking about holding out. ODP will get paid. You know, they're not worrying about that. Uh, hey, man, we looking good, man. We got one of the highest ranked in offense in the league. People think we just need a halfback. We don't need no halfback, man. We got a young boy back there from UCLA that can run that ball. He ran for almost 600 yards on a part-time basis last year. You know, so, and he played in the cold. He came out of California not being able to play in the cold that often. He came and played eight games, and six of them was in the cold. So, we're going to be pretty good, man, uh. I don't see nobody really stopping us offensively, man. The only person that can stop us offensively is Eli himself. Well, you know Jersey, what I'm saying? And but, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off, but it's funny you ahead, mentioned man. Eli because he's on this list, eight NFL quarterbacks under the spotlight. So let me just read what they what they say about Eli, and you give us your thoughts. Is that cool? Right, go ahead. Okay, it says about Eli, the Giants now have arguably the top receiving core in the NFL with Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Marshall, and Sterling Shepard. They also drafted athletic tight end Evan Ingram in the first round. This will be Manning's fourth season in Coach Ben McAdoo's offense. 
second with McAdoo as head coach, and New York's defense is one of the league's best. The team's window to win is narrowing. Fair or not, the praise or blame for this season will fall on Manning's shoulders depending on whether the Giants meet or exceed expectations. So what you got to say, Chief Rocker? Well, I mean, if y'all been listening to my shows, it's almost February be three years I've been doing shows on podcast. If y'all been listening to my shows, you wouldn't know that I said every year, bring somebody in to battle with Eli. Right? This year, we got three quarterbacks that are going to battle with him. We got uh, uh, my man Geno Smith from the Jets. He, once he comes, you know, get healthy, he's going to be a competitor. We got Josh Johnson, who was on the team the whole season last year. You know, he uh, was like the third quarterback. He really didn't dress that much, but he learned the system. He can play Ben McAdoo offensive system because he played for nine teams, and out of the nine teams, eight of them played the West Coast, if that's what you want to call it, spread offense, you know. So Josh Johnson will be the number one competitor as far as trying to unseat Eli when he starts doing that dumb Goma Pal mess. You know what I'm saying? You see how (laughs) he used the word mess, right? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) But anyway. Uh, uh, You can let a little bullshit fly. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, you know, um, this is it, man. This is breaking and making for Eli. His first year in Ben McAdoo offense, he he really shined. It's just that we had bad defense that year, and we couldn't make it to the playoff. But he shined that year. He let, you know, he he got a lot of good stats. I can't remember stats offhand, but he had good stats. Right, uh, the last two years, I don't know what happened. It, it just seems like Eli wants to blame everybody else for his bad going. You know his stuff. Like we had two games this year. You know we driving down the field to kick the winning field goal. The Washington game, the first one. Right. He throws the interception right to the linebacker. Why is he still trying to throw the ball down the middle when you got ODP on the outside? You got separate on the outside, or if you could have hit Cruz or the back coming out the backfield. Why is he trying to hit the tight end? See, Eli get locked into people too much. He get locked into throwing that ball down the middle of the field too much. Instead Very of spreading good it out. The middle, the middle will open if you throw it to the outside. You don't have the linebackers hanging in the middle. They'll be trying to get in front of the receiver going to the outside instead of always crowding the middle. Eli keeps the crowd of people. And you know what people do? All they do is look at the film and see where Eli likes to go. They see like go to the middle. At certain parts of the game, the defense will stack in the middle. So this is my thing. If um, you will, I'm gonna tell you what happened, man. After the season, Ben McAdoo, our uh, general manager Jerry Reeves, a um, couple of other executives watched the tapes of last year to evaluate who did what, right? And they came out of it saying that a lot of them games, you know, you can't blame it on our team as a whole. You gotta blame me, like. Eli lost at least four games for us last year, man. You know, so I'm hoping that he got his head out of his booty. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, he stopped going around talking about go only and throw the ball and play inspiring ball. Act like a leader. Get tough for a change. You know what I'm saying? That's Act something. like your brother did at times, you know, and stop being a little biatch. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. Hey, now, Jersey, yeah. let, let the, your favorite person, Grego's in here in the chat room. Now, here's what he got to say. Evan Ingram is the only good thing next to Landon Collins on oh. the Giants. Gino going to punch Eli for selling him a fake Kaepernick jersey. 
<laughs> you know what? You know the only reason uh, Greg will make that statement because he knows the tight end from Mississippi. I don't know how he knows because a, a, a guy that's intelligent and um, bright and uh, you know a lovable guy would want to know Grego. You know what I'm saying? I don't know why he know this guy, but anyway, um, I hope it don't rub off. Grego don't rub off on him, and um, <laughs> he going for Collins because he's a Crimson Tide player. And uh, my thing is. How long you been going for the Crimson Tide, Gregor? You don't even live nowhere close to Alabama. You know what I'm saying? That's all I don't understand. That's just like a front runner to me. So that that take care of that Gregor thought right there. But um, you know, anyway, Vince, I'm looking at our defense. Um, we we built a little bit, man. We're gonna have a big competition in the secondary, man. We got about ten secondary players, and out of the ten, all of them rates to be um, close to making the team, but you only can keep eight. You know, so two people going to get let go or put on the practice squad, you know. But um, the defensive secondary is about to have a battle, man. Um, we picked up good linebackers, you know. That was the weak point of us last year, them linebackers. Right, right. And our defensive line is eight strong. So you tell me, what well, did we do? Well, let me just ask you this, Jersey. I mean, we just read it. We heard it from you. We've been hearing it from you the past few weeks when you've been checking in and on your show as well. So... I mean, division title or bust for the Giants this year, I take it. Hey, man, I'm saying Super Bowl or bust. Super Bowl homeboy. Super Bowl or bust. And just like I made that 16-0 prediction last year, if you count the games that – if you count the if you count the four games that Eli lost, you know what I'm saying, late in the game for us, uh, you take them four away from them five we lost, we've been 15-1. and one. Well, yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but you. you can't, you can't, you can't say if I could have should have. All you can do is say, well, this year we just got to make up and do better. And um, that's what we did, man. We went out there and built our team up. I mean, you know, people were looking for you to make big splashes. We didn't need no big splash. We got the big receiver like we used to have in Plexico, you know. That's going to help uh, keep people off of um, ODB butt, right? You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm not saying that in the terms everybody else, how everybody else look at them, you know. And um, um, Shaw, uh, Sterling, uh, Shepard, he got to make up for the Super Bowl drop touchdown last year. So you know he's focused. You know he don't know if he's gonna really have a starting job or not because Ingram can also go to the slot himself. He can be a big slot because we got uh, three other tight ends on the team that's fighting for the two spots that we had. So you know, I mean, we we pretty loaded, man, with some talent this year. And I'm not for us to be good. I wish we played the Falcons. We don't play the Falcons. Uh, we don't play y'all again this year. You know what I'm saying? These teams, because most of the people um, that's listening to the show is either Falcon fans, Viking fans. And uh, we don't count Big L. Um, sorry, <laughs> Bear fan that's out there. You know what I'm saying? Because ain't now, nobody that, talking now, about Bear. Now, Jersey, that, that is one thing we definitely agree on, homie. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Them Bears wait, are a wait, mess. Wait. It's going to be a good season for us, man. And, um, uh, I look, I look for all the podcasts really to like uh, in, intervene with one another, you know, shows and whatnot, man, and come on each other's shows to talk right. this football this year because the football is gonna be interesting, not just NFL, college too, man. Because I just oh, read yeah, um, yeah. the other day where Ohio uh, State has two defensive teams. They say they have so much talent on defense, man. It's two defensive teams. After we lost to Clemson like we did, man, 
they evaluated, man. They didn't move people around, man. They didn't, took, they didn't have so many offensive players, man. They moved some on the defensive side. Uh, guys that can't play offense because we had a young offensive line. So they moved some defense to offensive players on defense. And I heard that they had a good uh, beginning of the spring so far. You know, spring game, they had a good spring game, man. And uh, they're looking for better and bigger things. And uh, the better and bigger thing is for us to get back to that number one spot and play Alabama again and beat them like we did the last time, like a drum, so we can show people that we won for real. It's just last year, we was a real young team. You know what I'm saying? Clemson should have won. They was a veteran team. Everybody on there, they had about, what, five or six people went to the NFL? They should have did that, you know? So, you know, we, we pretty much we pretty much cool in, in that area too, man. And, you know, my last thought, so I can let you go and you can tell yes, your yes. show, man. My last thought is uh, uh, the Yankees is just a pitcher, a starting pitcher away. They talk about getting the first baseman, but I really think uh, you can leave uh, – Headley there for now because well, he's not going to hurt you. Yeah, yeah. And you I was know? just going to say, Jersey, um, I was checking uh, the Gov's Twitter line here. looks like uh, uh, Chapman came through for you, so it looks like you guys got a oh, win yeah. tonight. Oh, yeah. We deep in the bullpen, man. We can, we can start from the fifth inning on to close the game out. That's how deep we are in the bullpen, man. Okay. You know, so um, that's one thing we did. We built up. Chicago White Sox helped us out, you know, gave us two – Ballpen players. One used to play with us. David Robson used to be a closer. Now he's the eighth inning man. The Kansas seventh inning man. I don't know what's going on with the Kansas. The Kansas almost blew the game tonight. So uh, I'm looking for the Kansas to be a, a big trade commodity for us next year, next season to get what we need because um, we got one, two, we got about five. Wow. Great bullpen players, man. Jersey, let me ask you this, man, because obviously we've heard about the judge all year long, and, you know, deservedly so. But what do you think about Cody Bellinger? Uh, 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 He's he's pretty impressive, man. Uh, uh, I mean, for somebody that wasn't a starter, wasn't even on the the big team, and he got a chance to play because another player got hurt. Uh, He came up and he did, he doing what he's doing. Uh, that Dodger, uh, that Dodger Farm Club must be good because they yeah, have been yeah. producing some guys every year. They come up with somebody new, you know. So, uh, they must got some hidden talent somewhere down there in the Dodgers uh, Farm Club, man. Because, um, for this guy to do what he's doing, man, it's amazing, man. Um, right. I can well, understand Judge doing it. All Judge needed, see, Judge came up last, uh, September. And then somebody in, um, yeah, Dobby and, um, um, Doug. Stewart um, chat room had a nerve to say that Judge uh, was sorry last year. How do you go say this man was sorry? This man only came up in September. You know when they call us the rookies out because uh, minor league championships and all that's over beginning of September. He came up in September. Right. He came up to the team in September just because he had an off and on. He was striking out. He had a couple of home runs, but he was striking out because he wasn't used to the major league curveball, breaking pitch. In other words, he wasn't used to a breaking pitch in the, in the big league. What he did was he came, he went home that winter, and uh, he just, you know, worked on his craft, man, of studying and, and developing. He already had a side. The man is 6'8", 200, and what, 280-something? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. you got to look at it like this. If he hit that ball, it's going. Yeah, you know? it's going a long, and, long uh, way. Mocha Bella was saying in the chat room that uh, – that the Yankees are interested in Staten. 
you know, she she's hearing that from down her end. Well, Jersey, I heard, um, you know, obviously some Chicago connects that they're looking at Jose Quintana from my Cubs as well. My twins signed Jamie Garcia from your um, your uh, your Braves down there. So he's you know, he was an option taken away from New York. So uh, Braves. (laughs) (laughs) Jersey, you know, you made made three, three, four Bama Braves. Right. Bama 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 boys Braves. See, that's the thing, because folks, uh, let me just real quick, uh, folks, Jersey, obviously from New York, but he's been down in Atlanta for a minute or two. So I I have the Freudian slip with my homies here. But, uh, yeah, definitely not Jersey's uh, Braves. (laughs) No, no, no. I'll be down here uh, next year, 20 years. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm definitely no sport man down here. You know, I'm just living here, you know, um, getting all the good loving and getting all the good food and everything else, you know. You That's go. about it. <laughs> all right, but cheering for the teams, I can't do that. <laughs> you heard him, man. He's an Ohio State hey, guy. But can, and, um, but man, can, go, go ahead, Chief. But Catano, he went to y'all because we didn't want to give up what the White Sox wanted to get. You know, we we looking at him. We was okay. trying to get him, but we didn't want to give up. And the two players I gave up was uh, two of the best in the minor leagues at the time right now. So, um, you know, uh, we had to let that one go on that one, man. But he's a good pitcher, man. Uh, your your term sure, that was a shot in the arm for y'all, man. Oh, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Because y'all needed absolutely. a starting pitcher, man. Because I, I don't know what happened to Ariel. Wasn't it Ariel? Yeah, like yeah. Ariel. Drake, you know, the first year, you know, 500. Uh, and, you know, they, they really – Barely kept their head above water just to be in that 500 range. The second half of the season right. for the Cubs is looking much better so far. Um, it helps that Milwaukee's kind of falling back to the pack on them. So, because um, that's right, that's right. that's the way only way Cubs are getting back to the playoffs. They got to win the Central. It doesn't look like the wild card is going to be able to help them this year. Right, right, definitely not, man. You know, and I don't want my card, man. I don't want the division, man. You get you get oh, better. Jersey, I forgot to ask you, what do you think about the Minnesota Twins taking two or three from the Yankees, by the way? Well, you know, uh, one of them I gave you, but the other one we gave you. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, that played tough. That played us tough, man. Yeah, I mean, you know, you know the, the Twins, right, and the Twins, I, I give them respect, Jersey, because, you know, as an organization, they've actually decided to kind of go all in and, you know, try yeah. to make the playoffs this year. So, you know, we got some. Oh, yeah. Meaningful ball being played back up here in the Twin Cities, but you know what? You know what's good about that, Vince? What's up? We 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 uh, we helped your young boys play a good series against us, but then after that, we went to Boston and whooped that ass like we should. You yeah. know, so <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's exactly. all good. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Gregor, all of a sudden, he's a Boston Red Sox fan. But ask Gregor what's the uh, record this year with the Yankees in Boston? I bet you don't even know. We got them six to two. <laughs> hey Grego, you hear Jersey out there. Hey Grego, who's your favorite yeah, Red Sox player of all time? This will be a good test. We'll see what. Yeah, I wait on that one. Yeah, you know, he's gonna go Google it up and see right. who. <laughs> but if it takes him more than fifteen minutes, then you know he's googling. But exactly. uh, no, nah, he don't have one. I, off the off the riff right now. If you're asking that question, the best uh, Red Sox player I think that was in their history and that I really liked it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll take Jim Rice over Carl Dispensey any day. They just didn't give Jim Rice that credit, man. Yeah, yeah. Jim Rice was was my favorite Red Sox player, and he played with one eye, Vince. 
Yeah. What is that? Yeah, a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people don't know that. And then knocked all them home runs. You know, dealt with um, some some racial times. You know, nineteen seventies Boston. Right. I mean, he was one of two players. I'll never forget the story. Jersey, my dad's best friend. Uh, he took me to a Twins game out at Old Metropolitan Stadium. That's the outdoor right. stadium they had up here before. Yeah, I remember that. Home. So they're playing the Red Sox, and my dad's friend, and, and he brought another friend with them. And all of a sudden, he kind of nudges me. He's like, look at that. And out of all those players, I think they had two black players on the team. And yeah. He was him just and, like, that's uh, how it is with Boston. Yeah, him and Scott. Him and Scott, the first baseman. You're right, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah, man. That, that's 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 deep, man. But you know, it, it's all good, man. Because now things are changing. They got, mm-hmm. I think, they got more brothers in the field now, starting for them than anybody else, probably. You know, but uh, hey, man, baseball. What it, what we need to do is uh, talk to these young boys out here today. You know, saying if you don't want to play football, you know, don't go to basketball right quick, man, because baseball is making the money. Baseball make more money than anybody, man. You know, yeah. And all you got to do is, is keep all you got to do is keep all your muscles in shape because you do baseball at the bat you use different muscles, running you use different muscles, and definitely out in that field you use different muscles. So all your muscles in your body got to be functioning because if right. they don't, you're gonna you're gonna hurt yourself. You're gonna pull something, or you're gonna. Um, Fuck up! I mean, oh man, I'm sorry about that. I <laughs> almost sorry. made it. I almost made it, man. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> I, no, I hear you, man. I hear you, Jersey. <laughs> that was awesome. But uh, yeah, man. You know, go ahead on and do your show, bro. I mean, it's good talking. It's been a minute. Hey, and, it uh, sure has, know. man. Thanks for peeping yeah. through. Um, we're gonna get back to this quarterback list. Um, the eight NFL right. quarterbacks under the spotlight in this training camp. And, brother, oh, tell the people about your show and where they can find you, Jersey. Uh, man, uh, on Mondays from 1 to 3, I'm on the Two Live Stews radio, you know what I'm saying, Doug Stewart. Um, during the week, starting the end of the month of August, I will be coming on with two new shows. I got a special yes. um, host. We're going to do a crazy, like, type sports show. And then I also have a show for the ladies. Each week, each Monday, I'm going to do a Monday nights, right, from 9 to 11 or 9 to 12, right? Each Monday, I'm going to have a different woman on the show, man. We're going to talk about relationships, okay. everything, whatever they want to talk about, you know what I'm saying, reality show. It's just going to be a show where talk with the chief about what's going on in your life. All right. I, hey, man, I'm definitely looking forward to that, Chief. Um, I don't know how you do it, man. I mean, be- between taking care of moms, the 16 shows you already hosting, and now a couple more in the mix, man. I mean, you, you are the James Brown of the X-Squad affiliate nation, the hardest working man in podcasting. That's you, brother. You know, you know, you know what keeps me going, man? What's that? Uh, just just thinking about um, rising to the top. You know, yes. one day I can be up there at the top saying that, hey, I done did all I can do, and I feel like this. Ain't nobody going to come up here and F with me because I am the man. Hey, don't mess with the chief rocker now. Yeah, definitely that, man. I'm going to be there, bro. But uh, no, don't forget me and um, 
me and Patty Cake, Patty Cake, Microwave, we're about to get back into the studio tight. Oh, nice. But, nice. You know, because um, this is his type of season, football. You know, he got yeah, a lot of things he want to do. Talk you about know, the sorry-ass uh, Eagles. Yeah, pretty much. You know how that is. You know, <laughs> then uh, then we're going to try to talk about uh, my team, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. But I said, uh, before you talk about my team, you need to talk about them uh, Redskins because um, – you know, Buster, he gonna be part of us too, man. You know, talking about like the old days and whatnot. But uh, yeah, man, the NFC East, uh, it's gonna be a lot of competition going on this year. But uh, one thing about it, the sophomore Jinx gonna hurt them cowgirls and all them guys in jail. Their whole defense they're almost in jail. So, you know, they they ain't they don't stand on the leg this year, man. I I look for them to uh, just barely make it. You know, throughout the season, man. You're talking about playoff, playoff. What's up, my playoff? What's playoff? <laughs> Not the cowgirls. <laughs> exactly. But anyway, Vince, I'm gone, man. You, you have a lovely night, man. All right, dog. everybody in the chat room, I'll be back in there. You got anything you want to say? I'm coming back. All right, <laughs> Jersey. Have a good night, brother, man. You take care now. All right, bro. All right, peace. Ah, oh, the one and only. Yeah, you know him, you love him. The number one chief rocker, Jersey Bird. Chief rocker joining us again on Sports Done Right. Big L always capping on the Knicks. And again, Jersey Bird, next squad affiliate. Make sure you go to xsquadaffiliates.com, catch up with him. A couple new shows coming up. All right, man. Now, before I get into this uh, last break here, let's finish off this list of eight NFL quarterbacks under the spotlight in training, ba- in training camp. Again, this is from Lorenzo Reeves, USA Today writer. So, uh, we have talked about Eli Manning. Cam Newton's on the list. Let's see what he says about Cam and get your thoughts here in the uh, Sports Done Right Spreaker.com chat room. Coming off an MVP campaign and NFC crown in 2015, Newton underwhelmed last season. He had a 52% completion rate, threw for just over 3,500 yards, 19 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. He underwent surgery, or excuse me, uh, shoulder surgery on his throwing arm in March, forcing him to spend the offseason rehabbing. Carolina drafted versatile running back Christian McCaffrey in the first round, wide receiver Curtis Samuel in the second. Message was cleared. Newton now has more weapons, so it's time for him to return to his previous levels of production. So there you go. That's his take on Cam Newton. Jared Goff is also on the list uh, for obvious reasons, probably Rams traded a fortune of draft picks to move up and select Goff with the first overall pick in 2016. When he finally took over, well, folks, we remember how it it was Uh, uneven in this article is really describing it mildly Uh, five touchdowns, seven interceptions, just over a thousand yards. A completion rate of just over 54%. He faced constant pressure. He was sacked 26 times in just seven games. L.A. bolstered its front with a new left tackle. So it's time for golf to start 
living up to the number one billing. I wouldn't hold my breath on that one in Los Angeles. We talked to Eli Manning. Kurt Cousins is on the list in line for a massive long-term deal either before July 17 or next offseason. Cousins is in a spot where he needs to continue to prove his worth. That's the problem with the series of one-year arrangements Washington has opted for with consecutive franchise tags. Even if Cousins, who would make approximately $24 million this season playing on a franchise tag, agrees to a lengthy contract before training camp, he'll have to show that he was worth all the money. All right, and we'll be in that chat room in just a second. A couple more names here. Joe Flacco. Trey, your Baltimore Ravens. Since the Ravens signed Flacco to a massive contract in 2013, the team has posted records of 8-8, 10-6, 5-11, and 8-8, and and making the preseason only uh, once in that whole span. Granted, the Ravens have had awful luck with injuries, and their roster has lacked consistent and dynamic skill position players, but for whatever reason, Flacco faces questions about his ranking among his peers that many other quarterbacks don't. Blake Bortles. The Jags announced they were picking up his fifth-year option for uh, the 2018 season, but it's guaranteed only for injury. So if Bortles continues to regress like he did last season, showing mechanical flaws with an elongated throwing motion and continuing to rack up intersections, the Jags could cut him at the end of the season and move on. Now we talk to Mr. or talk about Andrew Luck. And again, this is Sports Done Right, Spreaker.com, Tuesday night edition. After six months, or excuse me, almost six months after undergoing surgery to repair a partially torn labrum in his shoulder, Luck still isn't throwing. That certainly seems ominous, but it makes sense for the Colts. And I think he, he's on the pup list, right, if I remember correctly. But anyway, um, with their 100, the Colts are going to be cautious with their $140 million franchise quarterback. An offensive line that surrendered 44 sacks last year has allowed Luck to get battered and, as a result, injured. So there you go. Last quarterback on this list, Dak Prescott, Dallas Cowboys. It's odd to see the reigning offensive rookie on the year on this list, but that's what happens when a quarterback takes over the league's most visible franchise and supplants a fan favorite in Tony Romo. All eyes are going to be on Prescott to see if his rookie year, where he had a 67% completion rate, threw for over 3,600 yards, 23 touchdowns, four interceptions, also rushed for 282 yards and six rushing touchdowns, was a fluke. If he struggles at any point, there will be plenty of questioning um, whether the team would have been better with Mr. Romo. There you have it. Let me get in this chat room here. Again, this is Vince Wright, Spreaker.com. And back it up here again, Clay Davis. What keeps Chief going is hoping one day them bum-ass Knicks will win a championship. <laughs> they already on jersey for his Knicks. Bama boy, Urban still the coach. He's going to continue to run Barrett into, into the ground. He has shown us nothing different since Braxton Miller and now JT Barrett. I uh, want to welcome the host of the Underground Railroad Show. That Ninja has joined us tonight all the way from Huntsville, Alabama. Appreciate that. 
Appreciate you coming through, homie. So Ninja in here as well. Ninja, a Raiders fan. Speaking of the Raiders, Ninja, what was it like looking at Beast Mode in the black and silver? And um, I know I think we talked about it on your show in the chat room. I know you're expecting big things, 1,000-yard season from the guy. Uh, I cannot wait to see Beast Mode in Oakland. And just to see how this whole thing plays out now. A couple years, they're going to Vegas. You know, see how the fan base reacts. Obviously, you're still going to have the hardcores there. Um, the National Raider fan is going to follow them wherever they go. So, uh, should be interesting. Uh, injuries, Ray Rice saga, and suspensions have derailed my Ravens from consistency and making the playoffs. That comes from Trey, uh, who lives in Baltimore, a Ravens fan. Let me rewind this chat room back here a little bit before I get into our last break. Big L, I think the Bears will be competitive with the Falcons until the ball is kicked off. Yeah, man, Bears, uh, it's just going to have to play out, man. I don't know what they're thinking about for the quarterback situation. We will see. Clay, Flash, Davis. Well, I guess it's a bust for the Little Giants then because they're not making the Super Bowl. Well, hey, you know Jersey's going to ride or die with them. Uh, I'm trying to get this chat in order here. Jungle Brother, Chief sliced Grego up like a hot knife through a stick of butter. Then Ninja says, Chief Rocker, chose, or close, close only counts in her horseshoe and hand grenades. I wish I could read tonight. So chat room again, popping, sports done right. Uh, the lovely Mocha Bella in here. And yeah, you're right, Trey. A lot of stuff going on in Baltimore, man. But anyway, let's do this. I am going to take our last break. When I come back, we will finish out the show. Again, want to thank you, Sports Done Right. Again, we had Di Murphy on, host of Roughing the Podcast. You can follow her at Di Murphy MN, at Di Murphy MN. The Chief Rocker graced us with his presence again. Always love it when Chief joins us. So thank you very much, Jersey Vern. With that being said, I will be right back. This is Sports Done Right, coming to you live from the Twin Cities, Minneapolis-St. Paul. That I'm in and I'm trading in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it, it's time for you to face it Damn yeah, good in the skin that I'm in And I'm trading in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it, it's time for you to face it Ashy skin, cracks in the winter in the wind Rockin' extra pair of socks when I'm not rockin' the Tim's Vaseline make my skin gleam like I dip to my chin In the barrel down at Valvoline Bold and beautiful, black like the stones in the gold Used to put the pit fist in my throat Pop like I'm skeet shootin' Bang, bang, on the beat, keep movin' 
ain't grow up with the partridges. I grew up with the darknesses. Blowing on the tender cartridges before I recognize the heartlessness that exists in the shallow hearts of men. Black like the ink in my pen. I'm black like two million men serving time in the pen. Last year I got my picture in the back of the spin. This year black back at it again. And then, damn good in the skin that I'm in. And I traded in for nothing. Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created. Just face it. It's time for you to face it. Yeah, I'm good in the skin that I'm in, and I traded in for nothing. Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created. Just face it. It's time for you to face it. Women taught to hate they face, so they bleach it up, powder up, and scrape. Straight from the mill to the grill, straight back to the land of the lace. Black wouldn't have it no other way. Okay, I'm so dark, yeah, reading and weak. Yeah, I'm so dark, turn the lights off, all you see is my teeth Plus the whites in my eyes, I don't ever wanna try and disguise I wear it with pride, as long as I'm alive Lies you've been told to put us on hold Prostituting the soul, the pimping and to anything goes Keep us on the stroll, exposed Rain, sleet, sunshine, 40 below To get them they dough When your dome on swole, past the point you can't get in the dough Your ego go, give me some more And I don't only do this to show I do this so the little girls know They don't gotta strip on the pole to get to their goals Damn good in the skin that I'm in And I traded in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it It's time for you to face it Damn I'm good in the skin that I'm in And I traded in for nothing Isn't that something? Stop hating on the way you was created Just face it It's time for you to face it Man, you so black, man it up Man, your, your mama so black that uh Man, your hair so nappy that uh, uh Man, your lips so your, It was a black man and a white man And a black man Ah oh. Pie coals and pimples, black heads and dimples, stretch marks, birthmarks, body parts to shrivel. Melanin in my skin, make us crack black jokes with our kin. Have our friends like they at it again. Colonized minds designed to make the dark hate the light inside and vice versa. Sweater with white curse, black like a hearse pulling out of a church to put another black man in the dirt. Warm for turf, it hurts like a sunburn. Dark, but I still tan. Make a lot of notes like a steel pan. Ball them up, pulling up, leaning back, aim for the steel can. Mike turned light, but dudes knew he was still bad. Black in the epidermis, get you the surface. Look it up, we from the people of sun, we cooking. Don't need to hang out on the beach, it's out of my reach And beauty's only skin deep with ugly beneath
votes are in, and it's official. He's Minnesota's number one sports color commentator. The people got it right, and now it's time for you to get your sports done right. With the governor of Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Now, let's get back to the show. Governor in the great state of Minnesota. Beats backed by Robbie Rob. I want to say what up to him over at Secure Entertainment, my posse over there. Appreciate that. Oh man, let's finish up the show so I can let y'all go and enjoy the rest of your Tuesday evening here. So uh, I see in the chat room we got some Stephen A. Smith uh, talking here. Uh, Stephen A., if you are unfamiliar with the situation, again, Vince Wright, your sports governor, sports done right on Spreaker.com and XSquadAffiliates.com as well. This is a podcast. Has been talking a little nonsense and uh, saying that LeBron's ready to go nuclear on him and or uh, Kyrie and Again, this Cleveland thing's a mess, but now you got Stephen A. starting to get all up in the mix, and Grego, Stephen A.'s crazy. <laughs> Mocha Bella, Stephen A. going to talk himself right out of a job. Th- that's interesting because I'm really starting to wonder if there's not anything that Stephen A. can't survive right now at ESPN. I mean, he's dropped N-bombs, on, uh, or one at least, N-bomb on the air. He's gone after some people. He's gotten in all kind of Twitter beefs, this and that. Well, that's the, I guess the Twitter stuff's to be expected in this day and age. But yeah, I'm really wondering if Stephen A is almost untouchable over there at the four letter. RC, Duluth, Minnesota. Miss Mocha, he's under the illusion of inclusion. Uh, Stephen A, uh, once again, Grego says he's crazy. I don't know, man. I don't know. Stephen A needs to, sometimes need, he needs to needs to leave well enough alone. Oh man! All right, folks. Uh, Cardinals here on one of the Situation Room monitors. They're up on Colorado two to one. Again, Yankees won earlier. Cubs win. Waiting for my Minnesota Twins. They're out west. We'll have uh, Twins. Uh, we'll get into the Twins a little bit more on the next show. So I do have a couple of things that I want to talk about with them as well. But the Twins and the Dodgers, for all the local fans of Sports Done Right, is going to be on Fox Sports North tonight. And that game is actually probably already started since we're after, yeah, 9 o'clock here. And good luck to them. Bartolo Colon, I don't know how that experiment's worked out. He did okay until, the, I think, about the fifth inning yesterday, but... Starting to look like it's time for Mr. Cologne to make the retirement permanent. And but like I said, twins are playing ball and they're going all in and see if they can sneak a division or possibly get in this wild card here. We will see. Um, they're gonna have to hit a nice little stretch here. Uh Byron Buxton's gonna have to find a way to find the baseball bat to actually hit the ball out of the infield. 
But it is what it is. Clay Flash Davis, ESPN is looking to cut bait on a lot of high-paid personalities. Yeah, they've already let a, a lot of them go. There's probably room for a couple more. All right, folks. Well, we are come up against it. We are at the end of the show. Sports done right again. I want to thank you all for hanging out with me, Vince Wright, the sports governor. Um, be safe out there. Twins and Dodgers, scoreless, top of the second. Out there at beautiful Dodgers Stadium. And uh, the wonderful Audra Martin, by the way, Fox Sports Twins uh, reporter. Looking uh, very nice this evening. Uh, what else we got going on here next week? I'm um, working on a couple guests, uh, this Friday night, people, IE sports radio, uh, my other job in the podcast world, as I call it, me and Gilbert Batista will be talking boxing on ringside. Like I said, we got the Mikey Garcia, Adrian Bronner fight this weekend. I believe it's showtime fight or is it a uh, premier boxing champions? Regardless, uh, crossroad fights for Bronner. If he loses this one, he is pretty much done. And and Mikey Garcia don't play. Mikey Garcia does not play. That dude throws bombs. And uh, as Mike Tyson used to say, he throws every punch with bad intentions. All right. With that being said, I'm going to get on out of here. Time to wrap up the mansion. Uh, to my wife and my mother-in-law, I hope you're having a good time out there in South Dakota. Uh, out there chilling. Everybody else be safe in them streets. Be cool. Enjoy life and roll with Vince Wright, the sports governor. Um, we're still trying to work on this sports and more show with Reggie. And uh, that'll be Sunday nights on uh, two live stews radio. Once we get that up and running, I know I said that every week, but it will happen one week. And oh, by the way, props to Doug and Ryan Stewart, two live stews radio uh, formula, formula, formerly WSME. And very proud to have an affiliation with those guys as well. I mean, they uh, started it all. Uh, Two Live Stews is back. Nice to have Ryan back on the air as well. Uh, uh, he is a fool, but, he, man, nobody else like Ryan Stewart. So definitely good to hear him, him and Doug together again. And all the rest of the show is doing big things. Jeff Fox, uh, just everybody, man, everybody out there. I mean, that's the thing. There's literally about 15, 20 shows I'd have to go through. But you know who you are, everybody. So props to Two Live Stews Radio. And uh, keep an eye going because we'll be sharing some of their stuff. And like I said, Sunday night we'll be making an appearance. All right, y'all. Be cool. Stay safe. Enjoy the rest of your week. Again, check out Two Live Stews Radio, X-Squad Affiliate, Spreaker.com. Make sure you follow all of us. And with that being said, let me drop... Just a couple drops before we end the show since I forgot to do it in the course of the show here. So y'all be cool. Be safe. We out. Yo, this is your boy. Kicking it with KC Show. And when I want to jam on a Sunday evening, I'm kicking back with my man, Mandelion. Listening to some jams and also engaging topics. Be sure to tune in. X-Squad Affiliates. X-Go, give it to you. This is a podcast. SME, you're not ready for the number one Chief Rocket Jersey Vern doing his recap show on SME. Listen, ain't nobody out here show can go three hours nonstop 
no commercial interruptions, anything like that. The Chief Rocket does a three-hour show with no breaks. So all you other talk shows, you better up your game and get it right because the Jersey Vern is about to stomp on you, the number one Chief Rocker. Boom, Major shaka, Key rocka, Alert. Rocka, Don't ever play rocka. yourself. The key is to make it, so make it. Learn the real major keys to getting to college at GetSchooled.com. Brought to you by Get Schooled and the Ad Council. Mandelion. Mandelion. <laughs> Number one, she rock man Delion. Every Saturday we got it going on. Might call your mama up, talk support, shout you out in the chat, thank for your support. X Squad, act like you know. SME, yo, here we go. Ha ha, yo, here we go. SME, yo, here we go. What's going on, everybody? Vince Wright, the sports governor from the great state of Minnesota. And I want to thank you for listening to Sports Done Right. Make sure you're checking us out on all of our platforms, whether it's Spreaker.com, XSquadAffiliates.com. We're also heard on the Stewart Media and Entertainment Network. So keep it tuned here. More great things coming from Sports Done Right. Dear John, I'm leaving. Uncontrolled high blood pressure is serious, and I can quit whenever I want. Why can't we get back to when you checked on me? I don't want to leave. But remember, when I quit, you quit. Sincerely, your heart. Listen to your heart and don't let it quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range today. For help keeping yours at a healthy range, text PRESSURE to 97779. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. Hi, this is Terry Crews. Actor, former football player, game show host, father of five, and all-around big dude. I'm also an expert on drama. I know all kinds of drama. There's the good kind that comes with having a house full of kids. There's the bad kind like season-ending injuries. There's the necessary kind like having an agent in Hollywood. And there's silly drama like the drama around my percolating pectorals. And then there's the drama you can skip. Skip the drama that comes with not having your high school diploma or equivalency. Find free adult education classes near you and finish your high school diploma. Visit finishyourdiploma.org. Or text DIPLOMA to 97779. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop to opt out. That's DIPLOMA to 97779. And leave the drama to actors like me. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ed Council. Thank you for listening to Sports Done Right with your host, the governor of Minnesota Sports Talk, the Honorable Vince Wright. Check out Sports Done Right every Tuesday night. And when it's over, stay up on all of the breaking sports news and commentary by joining the Sports Done Right Facebook group. Let your voice be heard and join the conversation right now. You finally got it right with Sports Done Right. Right.